my, I'm going to dive right into the first question because I don't want to delay too much. So uh, English Language Arts Network, the EVAN, has always been, uh, you know, supportive towards artists and the local community. And, you know, it's a not, not-for-profit organization. So I wanted to know how did EVAN come up with a community digital arts hub? So the project actually is the result of um, a community grouping called the Arts and Culture Heritage Working Group that Elan puts together. We work with Canadian Heritage to do this, who also are funding this project. And it's a, an annual meeting of all different arts, culture, and heritage groups and artists and different people in the community. We have funders who come, like the Canada Council will come. Canadian Heritage will come, um, Conseil des Arts will come, and we talk about what are the big issues faced in the arts and heritage community these days. Um, and it came up over and over that accessibility to high quality digital, you know, products was really out of the reach of most artists. You know, renting studio time is really expensive, and then if on top of that you want access to sound equipment or it just wasn't, you know, feasible for a lot of people. Um, so that had been talked about a fair amount and then the pandemic hit and it became really apparent that people who had knowledge on how to work online, how to put their art online or uh, whatever content they're creating online were a lot better off during the pandemic and were able to weather that storm much more so than people who didn't have those skill sets, that knowledge or accessible, you know, space. Um, and so the project came together really, you know, it was kind of a, a light at the end of the tunnel of the pandemic. Canadian Heritage uh, funded the project. We've been putting it together for the last few months and then it opened to the public a couple of weeks ago and that's the idea that it is a professional media studio you know staffed by professionals who can help you and support you in whatever way you need um, and the rates are accessible like if you're a student graduating out of Concordia uh, you know we're both journalism ex-journalism graduates from Concordia and we hit the same thing you leave school and suddenly you don't have access to the equipment suddenly you try and see what it is to rent you know um, space or time with a professional media studio and you realize you just don't have the money. So this is really to fill that gap. And then there's also going to be training people who are overwhelmed by the digital sort of community who don't see how maybe their visual arts can work online. How can they make money online? It's really to help those people as well. Absolutely. I get it. Cause when you were talking about how know how people who had the equipment already they could as you said they could maneuver during the pandemic because they had big computers they had the big screens they had the software they had the equipment they have their small studio set up at home you know whatever uh you know facilities they had they you know they passed through it uh, pretty well but others who couldn't they lost access to everything else so it's it's like personally as you said we relate to it it's like that dilemma and it's like what next what can i do and i also wanted to know because you were talking about professional equipment and professionals uh, you know being there to help uh, people who approach the hub so there's a uh, i think there's a equipment list but then it's not still on the website so uh, do you mind just giving us an insight of what kind of equipment is a canon rebel like, 
I Nikon don't. Was- I don't know the inventory exactly. <laughs> I know as much as you do as to what's on the website. There are different kits that are available for rental. I don't know the brand, but if you were to write to the studio, they could tell you exactly what they have. If people have a particular preference, or if they have, you know, part of a kit and they want to see what's available from the same brand. Um, I don't know it all off by heart. I. Maybe I should, but it's a lot. No, <laughs> no it's okay because I only know two names. So I mentioned those two names. <laughs> it's totally fine. I know Canon Rebel, that I, that's the only thing they taught us how to do. Like, you know, that's the basic and it has all the, uh, all the features, you know, basic features for a newbie like me. So I just, yeah, it's totally fine. But professionals who know, who've been here, they know their equipment. I think they can, uh, you know, negotiate with the uh, with the hub by, you know, sending them an email or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So I wanted to know because you said, I looked up again from the website. I, I looked up and then it says uh, community rates and commercial rates for booking the studio or booking the kids. So how did you come up with the rates? Like, like, did you what what kind of uh, market research or the so how, how the rates were set by we have a steering committee and the committee is basically representatives of all of those groups I was talking about who are part of that arts culture and heritage group and um, then we also have people from community groups um, people who work with youth people who work with different sectors of the community that we're looking to reach out because really we also want to make sure that members of equity seeking groups are aware that they have this resource to them. Um, And then it was really a big discussion as to whether or not we were going to even do a corporate rate. Obviously, priority will always go to community. um, But the the long-term goal is that this media hub become self-sustaining. And so we realized that if we could charge higher rates to corporate organizations, then we could charge a bit more and that would really help support the work we're doing for community. Um, and so that was the logic behind that. Yeah, I, I get it because, you know, as you said, it's got to be a sustainable thing. It, you know, you got to balance the rates because uh, I think... Have to pay the rent. <laughs> absolutely, have to pay the rent and the equipment. My, my next question, I'll come to it. So as, as you were saying, because corporates, if you can, if in, in one of those uh, descriptions, it was ma- mentioned that for the corporate rates too, you're... You know, the committee has tried to match the rates in the in, in, in the whole industry and not not overdo, not be like it, this is exclusive expensive, hmm. higher than the community rates, but not the highest in the whole industry, in the whole area. So no. it, it's like manageable to be able yeah. to manage both. Yeah. So that brings to my next question, the, the because finance is money and everything. So. There's this, uh, I, I, the first thing that came to my mind, because, because I was relating it back to Concordia, because we use, we should, we, we would be giving our ID and then they would scan the ID and scan the equipment and everything so that, you know, there will be a track record of who took what equipment and did they return or nothing. But this is like a community-based hub. So is there a risk of people, you know, not showing up with the equipment after they rent it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's always a risk. Um, you know, anytime you open a space to the public, you take risk. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure there's a risk at Concordia too. I'm sure the professors there have loads of stories of cameras that left and never came back. Um, 
you know, we have an insurance policy. There's been uh-huh. discussion, and I'm not sure what's going to happen about uh, whether or not we're going to have a technician go out with off-site kit rentals. Um, it hasn't been decided yet. It's still sort of in the discussion stage. So we may do that. I think it will probably depend on what the insurance company comes back to us with. But certainly, you know, I don't think we're super concerned about on-site damage. It could happen, um, but that's, you know, that's the reality of these things. That's why we have insurance. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to know. How are you going like, to, like, what's your plan on getting these insured? Because in-house, if in-house, if the whole equipment is right there and there's a scratch or, or a break, I think it's it's so understood because you've been there, the, it's all there. But then, you know, if it's, it's damaged, then there's a repair. But if it's stolen, there's uh, there's you know a lot of other costs involved there. So yeah, I'm happy that uh, you know you're <laughs> looking at that pretty obvious risk and then you know leaving it to the insurance company. That's nice. So my my next question is is about uh, uh, you know training sessions and the technical support that uh, that's also offered. So I wanted to know how did you rope in the professionals? Like what kind of professionals are there at 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 the disposal of, of people to to get help from so i mean to be honest it's still in development as to exactly what training is going to be offered to whom we're still sort of talking to different sectors of the community to see what's most needed we do have a workshop coming up sunday the 11th of december i believe and that's going to be um a web a workshop on how to take a professional headshot um, because headshots are really expensive to have done and so we're going to have somebody come in and teach people and so you'll walk out with a professional headshot but also with the skills to be able to you know understand how to take a professional photograph as well um, so that's the kind of thing and that really came from members feedback that this was something that they needed um, and wanted and so I imagine that that's going to be you know, some of it will be very clear, you know, this is how you work a soundboard, this is this is how you light something, you know, some of it will be quite straightforward, but I imagine that there are going to be topics that we haven't discovered yet that are going to come from community feedback. And so it's really important to us um, that we're constantly in conversation with those different parts of, you know, society that we're trying to serve because everybody's going to have different needs. Some people are going to want headshots. Other people are going to want to do promotional materials for their work. Other people are going to want to learn how to do an online portfolio. I mean, you know, there's going to be a pretty wide variety of needs and that's what we're here to do, you know. So, um, yeah, it'll be exciting. There'll be a lot of cool things going on and different kinds of artists running around. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, because it sounds like really fun when when you're talking about the community contributing for the development of the plan of how the community arts uh, digital arts hub is going to operate. It's like it's like a to and fro. You know, the the hub came into existence to address a problem in the community, and then obviously the community would respond with other improvements. And I think this is the the, the journey would be really good. I'm just like imagining how, because they know they've been there, they know personally how things are affected, and everybody talks, and then you know come to a common ground, come to a common solution. And I think it's it's really good. I'm I'm like. Because it's just opened, as you said, November tenth was the day it started accepting, uh, you know, bookings and 
graduating kids. So it's in the first nascent stages. So just got to yeah. give time. Yeah. No, it's exciting. I mean, you know, I can come back in six months and let you know how it's going. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> then you'd be like, I'll oh, put, put up a put up a poster on the website saying, oh, we, we are booked for three yeah. months. <laughs> because exactly. already I I looked up the appointment schedule and it says uh, almost that the, the book they're booked till 27th of November, 26th, 27th. They're, yeah, I'm uh, looking at it now. There's a couple of openings on the 24th. Um but yeah, there's certainly some, you know, there are people coming in. So that's great because, as I said, we've only been open a couple of weeks. But, um, yeah, it's important to get the word out because, you know, these small community efforts, obviously we don't have a huge advertising budget. So this kind of thing is really important. So thanks again for having us on. Oh, absolutely. It was something that we all were interested in because everybody who's working for at the CJLO radio station, they're all into arts. They're all people who, who have been here and they know the problem. So we usually like try to get in, uh, get in more stories of of community oriented arts student and young people and all these kinds of you know just push the word out because that's what it is we need the marketing as like we need the budgeted marketing as much as we can so, and <laughs> yeah. yeah i was okay i was also gonna say uh, about the schedule because the mostly the weekends are full is it the weekends that are full or is it operated like the hub is open all for all days of the week so yeah, the hub has set hours and they've changed a few times, so I'm not sure what they are now. But if you do want to come in outside of what you see um, is available, then yeah, I'm not sure that they are opening on weekends right now. You can send an email and they will come in, you know, if you book in advance and it's like a set time that we can have um, a technician come in, then it's available outside of the opening hours. That's actually great because you're, you know, trying to be flexible now that we need more people getting to know the hub and then use the hub. It's just not the knowledge of, yeah, there's a hub, but then coming and using the services. And that's, yeah, exactly. that's really, yeah, that's the ultimate. That's what you want to do. And you were talking about, uh, you know, workshops and, you know, of, you know, headshot workshop that's, uh, that, you know, the hub is looking forward to on December 11th. And there's also on, on December 1st, I think, uh, there's a studio schmoozer. That's, yeah, uh, that's a schmoozer that Elon does for our members. Um, and by the way, if your listeners are practicing artists and journalists count, um, <laughs> you can join Elon and it's a pay what you can membership. Um, and then we do these schmoozers once every couple of months and we bring members together to kind of talk about what they're doing and what they're working on. And so this one, we're doing it at the hub so the community can come in, see the space, have a look at the equipment. Because um, we've got two studio spaces, uh, a bigger one kind of for larger projects and then a smaller one that probably would work better for podcasting or smaller photo shoots. We have a couple of green screens. Um, so it's kind of an interesting space and we're really looking forward to getting people in there to check it out. So this was, you know, kind of a natural way of doing that. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, oh, it, it's it, to show off the venue, to show off the studio. It's like have a party there, just invite people there, bring up a discussion there and they, that would, you know, have more pictures. People take pictures and you know, that's how yeah. you know, the word goes out of that studio space. And <laughs> so you, you never know what kind of feedback you'll get, but that's, that's a great exactly. way. To, yeah. 
So, but that's like a great way to open up the stage. It's like, yeah, presenting the studio. That's, that's yeah, nice. and as you say, it's a conversation too. It's to get people in there to let us know what might be missing that we didn't think about. I mean, it, it's important to get everyone in there so they can have a look and and point out if we've forgotten anything. <laughs> Yeah, so one more thing I wanted to talk about, because you, you were doing this pay-as-you-can, uh, you know, invites and schmoozers for people. I wanted to know whether uh, there are any possibilities for online tutorials by the professionals. Like, are you planning mm -hmm. on releasing a series of free online tutorials? Yeah. Or yeah. subscription-based tutorials or something like that? So there's going to be online uh, educational webinars available. Uh, they're certainly going to be available to the members. You know, if you're a member, you can attend. And uh, it's also so that we can reach people off of the island of Montreal. You know, the goal is to be able to educate everyone on how to, you know, be able to, to operate more freely and make some money online as an artist. So absolutely the hub is going to be doing things in the studio space but also we're going to be bringing things online for members on island off island um and yeah i think it will be really useful to people to join so my last question would be what uh, what do you think you want to convey to cjlo to the listeners do you have anything else to say to the listeners i mean i think that for the listeners of CJLO, it would be great for them to know that this space is there for them, that this is an affordable space. You can rent a studio for as little as $10 an hour. Um, and if you want to come in and you don't need any kind of technical support, that's available to you. But if you want to come in and you do need um, some kind of assistance from a professional, that's available as well. You just need to let us know what you're going to need before you come in, book the space, talk to the team there. Uh, Rebecca's the studio manager. She's great. And, um, you know, they'll make sure you get what you need and get the word out. Let everyone know because <laughs> the goal is that, you know, this becomes really embraced by the community. We want it to be run by the community. If you're interested in joining the steering committee, let us know. Um, yeah, we really want in different sectors of the community involved and certainly the universities are really important and you guys coming out of school or who are looking to be transitioning in the next couple of years to your professional career, we can really help in that step.